0: Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance podcast. My name is Brittany. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Today, we are going to go back into the Anchored Wives Prayer. So, this is for wives. And as I've said in some episodes before, this is a great primer if you are engaged and are days, weeks, months away from your wedding. And to me, rather than it being, well, I don't want anything to stop this wedding, I would would actually rather the thought to be, Lord, please stop this wedding if this is not for your glory. I want to be so deeply in alignment with you That I want my choice to be your choice. And if my choice isn't your choice, then please open up the floodgates of heaven to show me that. And you still have, again, even if you are days away, friend, listen, you want to be in alignment. You want to be on the same island as the Lord. So I would love for you to still be praying for this, for the illumination, for your soon-to-be betrothed. If you are dating, listen, listen. That is a great so I have a 15 year old who wants to date, and for now it's a it's a no. but part of the thing for dating for me is it's not just dating to be dating. I did that for so many years, even to my current husband. but dating is supposed to be a preparation for marriage that's that's the purpose of dating it is it is you feeling out this person, seeing their character, their integrity. Um, this man is going to be leading you. You want him to be wise. You want him to be anchored in the Lord. And this is a great way for you to be able to see that. Not just that he has a good job, makes great money, can drive a nice car, can dress, or whatever else is on your list. I mean, or even that he's air quote nice. I have literally seen marriages fall apart with someone who, I mean, I'm just, so many conversation where it's like, he wasn't this way when we dated so then, pull back some layers and talk to who's who's his spiritual father. What do his friends look like? Show me someone's five friends and i'll and I'll tell you what they generally are going to be like. What's his mother say about him? right? I mean, these type of conversations have to happen, so while you're not praying for your as an anchored wife, friend, you're still an anchored woman, and you can still be courageously praying for God to. Be the decider, the ultimate decider. Um, so that then, if and when you do get married, your marriage will still go up, you know, in ups and downs. But man, it'll be, you- you'll be able to rest your head at night knowing, I made a wise choice. I made a wise choice. So, that's a long welcome. <laughs> but, this is a, but this is just, this is day eleven. And as I've mentioned before, it's just been a very, very tough season for me. And um, because of a, of a recent loss in my life, and it's just, man, grief is hard. Uh, like, you really have to grieve daily, just in general. Grieve expectations. Grieve whatever the situations are going on. Um, but this grief... This, is, this, has been, this has been rocking my world um, more than I expected it to be. Um, not that I didn't expect to grieve, but um, I think what it is, and, and I've shared this before, is just that um, my grief, I have to wrestle to not shut down. And, you know, whatever it is that you're bent is, whatever it is that you wrestle against not doing, just imagine that, right? So you might look up and you'd be like, I've been at the mall and I've spent $20,000 this whole week. Okay. Maybe you're bent in shopping, right? Maybe you drank a little bit more too much this week. Maybe you Netflix binge. Maybe you weren't physically asleep. You know, we could see you awake, but you were Netflix binging. Where, where, is, your, where is your reprieve? And here's the thing. I don't think there's anything wrong in doing any of these things, or in my case, shutting down, going to a corner by myself sleeping. But um, we got to come back to the land of the living. And we got to come back to that we still have breath and life and a purpose that God has us alive and awake today to do. And it's hard. So that's my wrestle. But we are going to jump back into day 11. I have been really praying for my husband because he is really good friends with her, with her husband, uh, my friend who, who is in heaven. And um, he and I have had many conversations um, because this is a different side for Eddie as well. And so grief has just really shaken our home. It's, it's impacted my children as well, who are really close to her. But so And on top of just even praying these anchored prayers through Psalm 119, I've been just really praying for God to just guard my husband's heart, uh, Proverbs 4, and to really help him through this. So we are going to be reading Psalm 119, verses uh, 57 through 61. The Lord is my portion. I have promised to keep your words. I have sought your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I thought about my ways and turned my steps back to your decrees. I hurried, not hesitating, to keep your commands, though the ropes of the wicked were wrapped around me. I think about my ways all the time. And in foolishness, I'd be like, yeah, I know what the Lord is telling me to do, but I'm going to do this. Or I'm not going to, you know, so I'm going to intentionally not do what the Lord told me to do. Or I know what the Lord told me to do and I'm going to stop doing what the Lord told me. Like I've been doing it, but I'm going to stop because it costs me something. Or, you know, it's too hard. It's too time consuming. Or it's just not what I want. But usually I feel like for me, I don't know about for you. Like what is the main, what is the main stumbling block? What's the hurdle for you for not obeying? The reason I'm asking is because the, the enemy knows that too. Right. So he studies us. He knows us. He's not the Lord. He's not all powerful. He doesn't know all your thoughts and all your ways. But he does know a lot of them. He He's studying you. And he knows when your flesh gets weak, Brittany does this or filling your name does this. He knows. And he is going to capitalize like a parasite. You know, parasites are going to take over a weakened immune system. So you need to know that. What are your triggers? When I'm feeling this way, this is usually what I do because I don't want to do this. So pushing against the grain, pushing against your normal, your bents, because the the excuse can't be, well, that's just really not my personality. or I just really don't want to do that. Or, OK, I don't want to do a lot of things. Right. I just said, like, <laughs> thought about my ways. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. So, our awareness in that is really important. So, in the case of prayer, what if you're like, I really don't want to pray for my husband? Why do I have to pray? I don't see any difference in him. He's still a hot mess, acting like a fool. He's still doing all the things that I don't want him to do. He's still not caring for me. He's still not leading our family. He's still, whatever you're, wherever you may be in this marriage season, prayer is still. Prayer in the invincible world, which is more real than our real world, is making, it's moving. Like think about picking up a stone and walking and moving it. Not that I watch football, but my husband's already had it on and I'm just like, oh, it's football season. Here go the nights of football then. But, uh, you know, and they're trying to make that first and 10, but they're still moving even if they don't get to the first and 10 right? So we want to still keep picking up that stone and moving. Well, even if you don't see it in, in this visible realm, like earth, in the heaven realm, you're moving a stone. So praying for our husbands is imperative. So if your ways are just, you don't feel like it, or it's time consuming, I, will, I want to really encourage you that you remember that there's a very more real world. Than the world that you're in today. So, verse <clears throat> um, 61 though the ropes of the wicked were wrapped around me. So, but then, the, you know, it, it feeds into that verse prior. And even the verse we're going to read tomorrow, um, I didn't even finish reading it. Were wrapped around me. I did not forget your instruction. So, verse 61 is though the ropes of the wicked were wrapped around me. I did not forget your instruction. But it's really this even if joy and hope. Even if I have this situation going on, even if I'm grieving, even if I'm struggling in some type of way with the Lord, even if I don't think God, God is God. Or even if God has failed me, I think I got it wrong. Even if this marriage is really difficult. Or even if this season in work life is, it's a very busy fiscal season. Even if joy and hope. So though the ropes of the wicked were wrapped around me, I did not forget your instruction. And that verse before that, I love that. I hurried, not hesitating. You know, my kids, a lot of times they won't obey. (laughs) at all, or there's times where they do it, but just in their own time. But that's not what I asked. So I'd rather you ask for clarity, mom, do I need to do this right now? Or can I do this in like 30 minutes or an hour? Because from my my viewpoint is, if I ask you to do something, I want you to do it right now, unless I tell you, hey, just make sure this gets done today. So there's many times where... God's timing is very important for us to ensure that we're obeying. We're not just checking the box and doing what God said, but when did God tell you to do it? Because the when, the timing requires just as much faith as doing it at all. So we want to really have an even if joy and hope, and we want our husbands to be exuding that as well. And even if whatever difficult situation or trial that they're up against, maybe it's a health, maybe it's something in their health, Maybe it's even just they want to lose a certain amount of pounds, a weight loss journey. Like, let's not demean, let's not belittle any level of what they're struggling with. This work criteria that they're trying to fix, this even if hope and joy, we want them to be men of honor, even if life circumstances are really quenching quenching their, their hope. So that's where we're going to pray today. Thank you, um, God, for your word and its richness and its application to our lives. We want to really mirror the psalmist, God, for Psalm 119 and, and have such a deep love for your word. We want our husbands to have this deep desire for your word and to live it, even if they fall short. We want them to hop back up and to turn around and to run after you, not walk, to run. God, will you do it? Will you begin to cultivate their hearts so much so that they're even if hope and joy rest in you in spite of whatever the trials that are going on in their lives, in their hearts, in their minds, whatever it is that they're struggling with, God, you know, and I pray that you help them through it. And I pray that your word is their comforter. And Jesus, you're our comforter, God. I pray that they, they hold on to you in the midst of their storm and they, and they find that being with you is the best place that they could ever be. In Jesus' name, amen.